Good evening. I wanted to give a short message for today. As I am coming up on the one year mark for my son passing. It's been like a whirlwind of a year in my feeling of everything that has gone by and through. Sometimes I don't even really understand how I got through it. But knowing that my God is with me, I know that He is the one that provided the strength. He provided the way. He provided everything. So when you're feeling like you've gone through a whirlwind, really begin to think of where have you been looking. Some people get lost in it. But the Lord has been in my swirl all the way. Even if I felt it was awful, and like the storm was all about me, around me. I heard a statement. It's not always a straight path to where you want to get to. And that's true. You may be thinking, I'll go this way. Or, or even that you're be, being directed this way. But what we don't see is some of the bumps and the turns and the delays and the different routes or steps that might be waiting along that way. But the encouragement is not to give up and keep going. Psalms 57, David cried out to the Lord, Oh, be merciful to me, Lord. He cried out. He sought the main source of his, fo- of his focus to be where it needed to be. He correctly reasoned that his problems all came from the earthly realm. But he would glorify God above all the earth to praise the Lord. And he said, I will look to you, Lord, for the protection in my way. I've often said, I hide under your wing, Lord. And I cry out to you that I would soar. I 
often cry out to the Most High God in my life. To the God who will fulfill His purpose for me. He will send help from the courts of heaven to rescue me and make the way. He will show me and direct me. So I must have confidence in you, Lord. Most of all, to exalt you in whatever I see and above all of it. Because that's where you are. You're above all of it. And we may plan or have desires or, you know, all that. And that's okay. I thought I would go into my counseling program after the first of the year. But I also knew I wasn't feeling well. And it was getting more fatigued and more fatigued. So I knew that there might be something I needed to have checked out. And I did. And when I had it all checked out, I ended up with open heart surgery. Which I had never thought would come into the mix. I never thought my son would pass away. I never thought that I would move to a new place. And have to start or have to feel like I'm starting all over. But that's all the earthly aspects. And yes, it wasn't pleasant to go through four months of transition to get where I needed to go. It was rough and it was bumpy and it had turns and twists and delays and, you know, you just wonder what's going on but God had it all so when things did slow down and I had this open heart surgery you have I had to rest I had to get to a state of recovery and take the time so it gave me a point of okay god you've got this the words that my son spoke to me i didn't have to race into anything at that point at the first of the year if i had it would have been maybe devastating I might not have made it through. So God knew what I needed first. I didn't know what I needed first. I just saw his path being pointed out. But he had another step in there. And I remember back with my son, there were often many steps before the one we thought and he always encouraged us so I knew that there was times that things were going to change and so I would let my son know hey we're coming up on a 
a thing that might be delayed, so don't be surprised. Or we might be going a different way. Or we might, you know, just have to rest assured that God's got this. And when he told me just before he passed to give all your tears to Jesus and God's got this, it was confirming to me that one, that decision had been made that he was going to pass on and that he was going to give me a nugget to hold on to because if God had all of it in his hand as we were going through it, then he would have me in his hand afterwards. And he has. And sometimes we get in the way and the earthly things get in the way. And then we don't see. And then we get confused or upset or frustrated. And it even blocks us more. I think it is a very hard thing to walk like Jesus. I don't know that we can in this earthly realm, but I suppose we can try. That's all we can do. And he knows we try. I noticed today that I was out with a friend and she mentioned to me that she's got to stop getting frustrated or upset at the things around her. The things that she doesn't feel is right or shouldn't be or, uh, you know, get her all worked up. And that if she changes her attitude and focus of her mind and words and puts it mostly to prayer and asking the Lord, then those things aren't going to rile her up. And it's, it's an attitude. And I believe in the other podcast, I, I mentioned that the, the cab driver that took this woman from the airport to wherever she was going to go, exemplified his willingness to serve over and above what most cab drivers would even do. He would offer her drinks or snacks or ask her what kind of music she wanted to listen to. Um, Just be of a focus to serve rather than just drive her wherever she wanted to go. And he made sure his cab was very clean and very accommodating 
and willingness to do whatever she needed. And she noticed it. And she says, what makes you so different than all the other cab drivers? And he said, he was like them. And his cab was very dirty and unclean and he had a bad attitude and he would uh, just not act right, not talk right, not, not even care. And it was always a struggle to make ends meet. But when he changed his whole continence and began to do it differently, people saw the, the willingness to give good service and care about where they were going or how they were going. And so people began to call on him and make appointments and he said he made more money the first year than he ever had because people liked what he did. So we would have reservations and it would fill his day and he expected to double his money as he went along. So, you know, that attitude of changing your focus can change everything. Even a diet. People talk a lot about losing weight. Um, you don't have to go on a diet and make it feel so uh, dredging. <laughs> you can make a lifestyle change in just the choices you make. And I'm finding that I have to make that choice myself right now. Because I have had open heart surgery and I was told why. And so I do have to make changes or else I'm going to end up in the same, same situation. And God sent me a, a friend who has been doing it, a lifestyle change. And she showed me what she was doing. And yes, it's very different than the world. It's very different than what most people do. But I tried it for a week. And oh boy, has it worked. And I ate something today that wasn't part of that. And I really noticed the difference. It was too sugary. And I hadn't thought of it having that much sugar, but it was raspberry vinaigrette dressing. But yeah, it had a lot of sugar in it. And it, and it made me feel very, very, very uh, tired. And she told me that when you eat something that isn't of that new style and it has too much sugar, it will, in 30 minutes, if you start feeling really tired, that means that is not what your body needs because it's dragging you down rather than up. 
and many don't eat as much vegetables as they need to eat. And we just change that just a little and eat more fresh vegetables. It, it's a more a filling aspect than all the other stuff. And I'm just saying, wow, God has been so good in sending me people, information, um, understanding where I need to be and uh, taking the position that he has more for me if I'm willing to change up a little. And not go with the normal flow of society. Yeah, it makes it so that you can't maybe join into some things that other people are doing. But do you need that snack at 7 or 8 o'clock at night that's full of sugar when you're going to go home and go to bed? Or can you pass it up? That's it. It's a choice. A lot of people do intermittent fasting where they'll eat for a certain frame of time during the day and then the rest of the time they rest their body. And they say that you should rest your whole digestive system for 14 hours. And just, you know, concentrate with what you need to eat in a smaller time frame. And your body begins to function and flow better. And with my situation, I need to do uh, exercise for no more than 10 minutes to get my heart rate up. And then stop and then do other exercises that are uh, stretching or, you know, things like they're not so cardio because my body type can't go for long intervals of cardio it tends to want to store store rather than and that's just my body type so and I looked it up and discovered this so look at your body type what is your body type what works best for exercising and incorporate that all that 30 30 minutes a day walking something in in that regard um stretching uh, keeping keeping your body realizing that It needs to function better. Work better. Be healthier. And the process fits. Knock that out.
So I'm going to end this now and just hope that the thoughts will help you ponder on how you go about different things in your life and then realize that there's change-ups always and to adjust and function in those change-ups that come and look to God because it's not always a straight path to where you want to go but never to give up and keep going forward and exalting the Most High God that will get you there. God bless.